few good things come out of Idaho. One, Reckless Kelly. Two, Potatoes. Three, Just Another Rodeo Podcast with Kate and Drew. Damn it, I was so close! few good things come this is the hardest part this is the hardest part we have to do is this damn thing when you nail it just nail it and go okay i'll let you know when i nail it a few good things come out of hoe one reckless kelly two potatoes three just another rodeo podcast with kate and drew i got a Why don't you want to Huh? I'm not going to sing it. Why don't you? I don't know why they don't want to fall in love with a guy like me. Megan did. Thank goodness. Thank God. Thank goodness. Huh? One did. Had a little bit of a dry spell before her, didn't you? Thank goodness she loves me. Yeah. You ought to marry her someday. You ever think about that? I mean, I'll marry you. She said said the other night that when we do get married, she said, Kate's going to have to be the reverend for it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. There's three guys sitting in this room, and uh, I married uh, 25% of them, <laughs> technically. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tell that story later. Okay. South Point Bar. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget. Remember? Yeah. yeah oh, he remembers. He remembers. He remembers. A little river band, just reminiscing. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? Round number five. Can't believe we're still doing it. Neither can I. This is awesome. Neither can I. This, is a, this is a big night for us. Very big night. Yeah. Very big night. Got some first coming up. I don't want to uh, reveal just yet, but but first, mm-hmm. got a first happening tonight at the old Rocky Ranch down in the basement. You know us, just doing our thing. I wouldn't know what to do uh, with like a real life facility. Or oh man, yeah, <laughs> good equipment. <or laughs> yeah, I think some, <laughs> I think some people are just getting uh, getting a little in tune how shoddy this really is. You uh, know, yeah. a little bit shoddy. Oh, what are you gonna do though? Uh, not spend money on better equipment, I guess. I don't know. COVID, man, it's really taking a toll. I want to take a picture so bad. I wish everybody could see that your mic stand is made out of a coat hanger right now. <laughs> I can't get anything <laughs> from the stores that I have to, I got to wait on the order in from Amazon and it takes too dang long to, sh- well, I guess Amazon's two day shipping. I guess that just comes out to make me a tight ass. Yeah. So I don't spend money. Yeah. No, just a mic stand might, might help. Buzz. This coat hanger has done very well for five episodes now. Yeah. This same coat hanger. It's holding in there. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Pretty classy. I like it, too. Fits right here in my face. It, it's good. I really like the coat hanger. So, big week. Uh, awesome day today. Just got the news that Blade Nebraska is on. Mm-hmm. That means uh, full boat in July for me and Drewby. And uh, we're hanging out all month together. The so. entire month of July, we're together. Yeah. Very excited. That don't happen very often anymore. Uh-uh. No, it doesn't. Most of the time, you're going off one way, I'm going off another way, and uh, we meet sometime at a weekend randomly here in Idaho or somewhere. Uh, so it's very exciting to be. We have a full month, um, and I'm sleeping in your camper the entire month. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, trust me. Uh, I'm used to that. Uh, sad news of the day. Heard uh, Braun Brothers is I did. Out. So, Golly. you know us, big time Reckless Kelly fans, COVID gets another one. Oh, my Damn goodness. it, people. Why? Uh, that doesn't work. I didn't, I didn't mean to be a downer. Didn't mean to bring it down, but I just. Uh, no. Brown Brothers, man, that's an awesome deal. And we were talked about it uh, last episode or the episode before. And BBR, that is a great time to go up and experience uh, up there in Chalice, the venue, the music. I don't know. Music brings people together, and that's an awesome time up there. And that's just—it's a sad deal that they had to shut down. Um, 
Music Fest, though, I do believe Gordy's is still on, Highway oh, yeah. 30. Highway 30. Just Highway talked f- to him today. Yeah, yeah, he's fired up. Gordo's, Gordo's still going ahead, huh? Yep, fired up about it, too. That's deal. a cool dude. Gordo is cool, ain't he? Yeah, a little shout-out out of nowhere there, Gordy. I don't think he listens, though. Gordy doesn't? No, I don't know. We'll have to hit him up about that. Yeah. Listen Gordo. to it. If you Be a cool dude. Be a normal guy. Be a normal guy. <laughs> yeah, just listen to the podcast, you know what I mean? Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. We got uh, two listeners in Spain, so we're international. Probably Justin Josie's friends or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> so I do have uh, one shout-out this week. Uh, old Cody P., Cody Lom. Yeah, you might not have heard of him. He was a pretty big team roper back in the 80s. <laughs> uh, you know, he's just kind of an old-timer that tries to hang with uh, people much younger than him. BCI Construction. Big shout-out goes to him and Cody Lom and just – Keep tearing them up in the goat roping world. There you go, old man. <laughs> How old is Cody Lom now? What is he like? Oh, he got to be 55. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's got hamstrings of a child, though. Does it? Yeah. Uh, to back up, the in leg wrestling, like, uh, he wanted it. Yeah, he tried pretty hard. And he will he will still talk some shit and try to throw some steers down every he once He beat while. you. He did throw a steer down, and he did he wally-whomped you. Well, because that's a, he took him second, so... It, you can't old. <laughs> you can't be an old timer and go and cripple out there and like. Oh, I'll take him second, big cat. I got him, and then throw him down, and then you're like, ah, oh, I beat you. He made him kick. Yeah, because he's got that old man strength. Uh, I guess that is true. Yeah, he's weird old, and he puts himself in situations not to get hurt. Because if he gets hurt, he's done forever. <laughs> he's that old. <laughs> so anyway, oh, Cody P, this one's for you, buddy. Um, moving on. Um. There's a badass camper in your driveway. Yeah. No, I think it's a good time. Uh, first time ever. I said we're going to have some first tonight. Mm-hmm. First in-house guest speaker. He's here with us. Yes. Yes. And I am so excited to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? CSI great. Wrangler National Finalist 2019 Saddle Bronc Rider. Mitch Pollock is the, as cool as they get. Like He completely wrecked my fantasy league. Uh, you owe me 250 bucks, Mitch, by that, the way. That is a thing we'd like to talk about. Do you need us to build you a spur board? Just oh, mark, um, to learn how to spur horses. Mark, <laughs> mark them out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, it took me nine rounds, and I finally got a check out Thank there. Thank God. <laughs> Every night I was just like, oh, my gosh, another yellow flag. And yeah. Jordan, I'd, I'd walk back up there, and Jordan just look at me and shake her head. Mark them out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. I mean, the horse is standing there. Even though you put a black eye on my team this year, I'm still going to probably pick you again. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. definitely. You're that, you're for, that for cool. For all you listeners out there, I am, <laughs> if I make it back there, when I make it back there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. You so, want me on the team. This is awesome. Uh, Mitch, you, you come up through the CSI program just like we did. Um, I even think that when we had Bernie up on here, I asked him, like, I think I brought your name up and some rights and, like, you know, you've seen all these great guys, you know, but truly, have you ever seen any better athletes than Cade Rocky, Drew Taylor? And he's like, no, absolutely not. Um, you guys. <laughs> you guys are bar none. <laughs> bar none. Some of the handiest folks yeah. in the arena. Yeah, I think you said I something I like that. I school with you guys. Yeah, me too. We had a lot of fun. That's yes. all we did. Oh, I bet you guys did. We did have a lot of fun. Um, but no, he said that to you were a pretty good bronc rider back in your day at CSI. <laughs> he said that you got along pretty good. Um Talking about back in the day, I want to know because Cade will go on this tantrum about a story, and I don't, I don't remember how it all goes. But Cade will say something to the effect of, "This guy right here was a baseball player. 
until he came to the College of Southern Idaho, and his friends dared him to get on a bronc, and boom, he's at the NFR. Hey, and I'm going to step on that. Probably the coolest, I think, and I'm not even shitting you, man, probably the coolest story um, in, in pro rodeo. I, I I truly think that. Like, I mean, there, There's a lot of other cool stories out there, you know, uh, but it, I guess it's your opinion and and whatever whatever you think but yeah man i mean i I know the way i like to spin it and and lay it lay it on us like bring us from high school mitch and and how everything come through to the college of southern idaho and where you were when you showed up in twin falls and where you are now so you know i i grew up in a ranching family both sides mama and dad uh and we junior rodeoed and did all that and in high school we had to make a decision you know whether to rodeo or play baseball and i decided to play baseball uh, at the end of my senior year, uh, I had a couple small schools that were willing to give me a scholarship, and so I chose Pendleton, Oregon. Uh, went up there, and that first week, it was roundup week when we went up there, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, this place is going to be awesome. <laughs> as soon as the roundup was over, ghost town. I was like, oh, no, what did I get myself into? There's nothing to do up here. Uh, but I played baseball there for a year. I uh, ended up tearing my shoulder, and I just was like, man, I want to I want to go somewhere that makes me a little happier. So I transferred to Twin, CSI, and uh, walked on the team there and was rehabbing, catching bullpens, a lot of bullpens. It was, it was ridiculous how I how many bullpens I was catching and I was just like you know what this is this is crazy I want to go do something that I'm gonna enjoy so I walked over and I had a few buddies on the rodeo team I said hey I I want to get on a bronc they're like well you got to get some some stuff you gotta get a saddle and this and that and so over spring break we go back to Winnemucca and they're bucking some horses so I went down to my uncle's uh, saddle shop, uh, Tips Western Wear in Winnemucca there, and he got me this old Hamley's, like, 60s saddle, right? Way out of date for what everybody's riding now. I went to the fairgrounds and got on my first bronc, and I don't know how I did it, but it felt absolutely amazing. I got off on the pickup, man, and I stepped off, and there was a guy there, and he's like, hey, how many broncs have you been on? said oh that's my first one and and he was like he's laughing he said oh come on like how long you've been riding I said no man that's that's my first one and I just thought that's what it was supposed to be done like that's what was supposed to happen you know and he said well you better figure out what you really want to do because I think you could could make a career out of this so I called Cody Demers up and uh Steve Bernie they called me the next spring it was that yeah, the next spring, gave me a scholarship. and No, actually, Steve and Cody made me work for it that first year. Oh, yeah. I had to walk on. But I was fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, no no problem at all. I come in there, worked my ass off for them, and in the fall, that coming fall, they gave gave me a scholarship. And now, now I'm riding bucking horses yeah. for a living. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And, and, and so, like, when you were in, say, high school, you hadn't – I mean, you, you rodeoed a little bit, but – like I rode calves and you know we breakaway roped and yeah and then I I did I work I worked on um, my cousin's ranch there uh, the T quarter circle ranch there in Winnemucca for five years you know when I was a junior I started and four or five years after that I when I come up here that's when I quit working down there so I I mean 
I've been around. Yeah, I've it, been around it. You know, it, it no. wasn't like you grew up in a in in the suburbs. No, and, yeah. No. So you you'd known it, but but still, it wasn't yeah. like to go get on a bronc your first time and oh, actually yeah. spur like it, yeah. That's kind of unheard of. Well, they told uh, they told me watch videos of Cody Wright, watch videos of Cody Wright, and I'm not shitting you for a month before I got on that first one. I just watched videos of Cody Wright, the old NFR videos, mm-hmm. and uh, so when I got on, I was like. Well, this is how Cody Wright does it. I mean, I know I didn't look anything like yeah. Cody Wright. Yeah. But in my head, I mean, it felt cool. Yeah. It, well, felt, it, it felt good enough to, to keep me yeah. going after it. That's crazy. How right. old, So how old were you when you got 21. on your first? You're kidding me. 21 when you got on your 21. first bronc. Yep. How old were you when you started growing that great mustache? Six. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I started doing the mustache uh, probably two years ago. My wife, though, she's like, eh, she does. She doesn't know about it, but it's too bad. She's my wife, so I don't want to take any away from, like I said, probably the greatest, and to me, the greatest story. I mean, there is a lot of great stories, but one of the greatest stories in pro rodeo. But that is a great mustache. I, I mean, Drew, my man over here, is jealous of that stash. I've right tried now. pretty hard. I can grow one, but you know what my problem is? Is I have a uh, from my <laughs> from like my sideburns down. Yeah, I have brown hair. Sideburns down, it turns red. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I have a bad, red man. beard. So I got this great big red upper lip uh, accessory, and it's just—it's not black like yours. Yours <laughs> looks know, great. I, I just love <laughs> those old westerns and stuff, and oh, all yeah. those guys. Mustaches—they all have mustaches. Dude, every every and, great. I mean, Kelly Wardell. Like oh yeah. Kelly Wardell, yeah. And that's one bad dude. Kelly Wardell is one bad dude. That is one fifty-something-year-old dude that I would not tangle with. No, no, never, no. Even if there was a fire. And, and we, we were sparring for the smoker, getting ready, and Kelly's jumping in there with me. And, I mean, it was his fault. He left his gloves down, and I popped him in the nose. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, <laughs> I am in trouble now. And, like, he just looks at me. I was like, oh, man, this ain't going to be good. Oh, God. Leg kick, leg kick, yeah. leg kick. <laughs> I uh, guarantee you, uh, if Kelly was to get on a bareback horse right now, he's in, like, he's in impeccable uh, shape. And I, it, it, he, would, he could do it. Oh, guaranteed. He might be a little sore afterwards. Yeah, and he and he'll admit that. Yeah, but but yeah, I guarantee you, he'd get on and and just pick it up like he never even mm-hmm. got off him. How old? We talked to him in Vegas, and what he's I can't remember. I asked him how old he was on the last the last bareback course he got on, and I cannot remember. Fifty two, I think. Was it fifty two? Fifty two, somewhere right around there. Isn't yeah. that insane? <laughs> you won't see me riding bucking horses at fifty two. Wow. I got a little sidetracked on the mustache. I'm sorry, but it's just, no, it, I, I think it winks at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, and this is the cool stuff we can do with in house. But um, so you're 21, you get on your first bucking horse. How old are you now? 27. Wow. Oh, to be young. 27. I started team roping when I was seven. And I got, I got washed up at the age of what twenty six, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I I never won anything other than like a, a number ten draw your partner type backyard. You know that's amazing. Number eight pick draws. Those are the ones yeah. you were always collecting money at. But I kicked their ass. You're dang right, you did. But no, I, I mean six years. Like what? What's your secret, man? I mean, no, there there's no secret. Just but hard work and not not giving up, and uh, the crew that I travel with. Yeah. I mean, so when Cody, when that horse flipped over on Cody Wright there, uh, he called me probably a week later uh, and asked if I wanted to travel with his boys and Spencer. 
And I I didn't have to think about it or anything. I said, hell yeah. yeah. I knew. Yeah. I mean, it's all about opportunities. And, and if you want to be a good bronc rider, you're going to hop in with a family that knows how to ride broncs, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want mm-hmm. a gold buckle. They want gold buckles. They all have the same mentality. And I, that's, that's right. what I needed to, to be a part of. And I'm, I'm super lucky that Cody called me and I, I get – get along with those guys great yeah and that that had to be awesome too like you like you mentioned earlier i mean you're watching cody right uh and that's that's the thing you watch film after film before you get on your first one and, and then now you're kind of living the reality of, of basically running your business with him i mean yeah yeah he i mean he enters us and there's a there's a science to entering rodeos oh yeah and and I think the main reason I made the finals last year was because he was in my corner and entering us and and I mean he when he believes in in me that just builds my confidence up so yeah yeah and that that's awesome and and what a obviously they've they've got the mixture figured out there in Milford oh yeah Milford has uh, something there's something in the water that's everybody says yeah. I mean it's it's unreal those kids I mean they're they're born and and they're just like yep time to be cowboys let's yeah. get on Bronx yeah. There's, I mean, and there's, there's more of them coming. I mean, oh, yeah, that's, there's more coming. There, I'm, there's I'm gonna, just excited when Rusty and Ryder and they have girls. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Rusty just had another one, uh, Malone, and and she's she's adorable, and and I was just like, oh, thank God, <laughs> thank God, he's only got one boy, but yeah. And there's even there's even more because there's so the last of so the last boy of of. Cody's son is is Statler. Statler, that's right. Yeah, and he's 16, 17, and he's just starting to ride. Oh, unreal. Yeah. Unreal. And that's a huge thing. Cody puts them on when he feels they're ready, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of dads are like, oh, 14 years old, let's, let's get them on Bronx. Yeah. And that's not Cody. Cody wants them to understand what they're doing, uh, muscle memory and all that, and get them on the bucking machine. And once he feels they're ready, that's when he puts them on horses, and not just any horses, like nice horses, yeah. right? What they're gonna they're gonna learn something from. So his his program, yeah. it's it's working. Yeah, yeah obviously it's working. It's working. Yeah. I I love it too. Like, and this has only happened a couple times, but some announcers from from like the Midwest or or back east, and like, and last year was the first year I, I co-announced a ton last year for some reason. I love co-announcing. But you get up here in the West, and, and where I went to CSI, like, I kind of know the deal, right? But there's some announcers, like, you got to explain the family tree to them of the rights, like, because we'll have six of them up one night. And I'm like, okay, get your paper out. Draw your tree here. Okay, now it starts with Cody. <laughs> yeah. Now you go from Cody down to Rusty and Ryder, okay? And then you got this other branch, Spencer, Alex, you know, brothers, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Jake. Jake. Yeah. These are brothers, Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I, at first, I, I mean, I was getting Jesse and Jake confused all the time. Like, I mean, the twins, you just, oh, yeah. you look at them, you're like, oh man, is that Jesse? Is that Jake? And then once you're around him, you figure it out. But see, we went to school with Jesse. Yeah. And Jake, Jake went to, but they both came up one time to come uh, check out the school. Yeah. And both of them came up. Jake and went it, to Odessa, I think. Or? Yeah. Jake went somewhere down some, in Texas. Some, and then Jesse Snyder. Yeah. Jesse went ahead and stayed there at, uh, at CSI. So we rodeoed with, um, Jesse and then Spencer came. Red came to CSI. Oh yeah. And then I went to Oklahoma and Red came also I went to school with with oh, Red yeah. in Oklahoma and there at CSI as well. Yeah. 
and uh, none of the talent uh, actually rubbed, rubbed off, off on, on you. On yeah. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get close enough. No, couldn't get close enough to. <laughs> I remember, like, we just met Jesse, and we were at practice, and he gets on this bucking horse, and it's leaning on his leg. And I cannot repeat what he said on oh. the podcast, but the fear, just the fury in his eyes and what he said to that horse, like, Scared I you. almost laid down. Yeah. Scared you? <laughs> yeah. I was almost like, don't spur me. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please. They're all just cowboy tough and oh, good people to be around, though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Good people so, to be around. So, um, 2019, first NFR, right? Yep. What was that? What is that like? I know. Not not even riding the bucking horses. Just that grand entry is the coolest thing mm-hmm. I've ever oh, done yeah. in my life. And I will never forget. I was so scared to go in there. Like, I did not want to fall off my horse. Like, you, you know, <laughs> he had a bulldogger, you know, the year before is what not take off that flag girl right there. And, and everybody talks about that going through the yellow gate there. Our horses are wanting to hit you on the knee and stuff. I was so scared. I was like holding on to my saddle horn. I was like, don't fall off. Don't fall off. Don't fall off. And then it's, I mean, you can't see anything, can't see anything. And then it just, the Thomas and Mac opens up and you're just like, holy shit. We've made it. We've made it. Yeah. 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 And just like riding around and just being able to point at my family. Oh, that was, that was so cool. Seeing them with my fat heads up there. Oh yeah. Up and down. It was, it was awesome. I mean, shit, I wish it would have gone different, but, but yet again, I think about it as like, I got to ride at the Wrangler national finals rodeo. Yeah. You don't get there by, you don't get there by accident. No, no, no. no. And I had so many people, you know, texting me throughout the whole week and just in my corner and, and they still were supporting me. And so, but I'll be back. That's a cool thing about this community too, Mitch. Like, you married a girl from here, right? Yep. And uh So yeah, now you're uh, yeah, you're I in mean, the community. You're, you're part the of the community, community now. And you got a lot of fans right here in and this little e- town. Even before I I married her, I mean when we first started dating, I I love coming down to Rupert area and I mean the Bot family just introduced me to everybody around here and Oh yeah. so friendly and I mean that Bot family doesn't get much better than those guys. No. No, we were all uh, we were all cheering for you when it went good. We we're all feeling your pain when it didn't, and oh, yeah. uh, we gave you some shit earlier, and and you oh, didn't dude, really. Do you want to talk about that ninth round? I was so happy. <laughs> oh, nine <laughs> rounds it took me to win a check, and just every night it was like, gosh, dang it, man, figure it out. And I mean, I would be pissed for a little bit, you know, but I didn't want it to affect. I had friends and family come down and drive oh, yeah. and travel. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna let let that affect how ruin your experience yeah ruin my experience and i I should just be happy but yet again like i am here to make a living so i I, you know i went back to locker room i was pissed off i you know took it out you know down there in the locker room but then when i left locker room it was back to a new day yeah yeah. you know and we'll make it happen it just took me nine rounds but oh well and the fact that you did in six years i don't even feel bad for you mitch Uh, (laughs) no that's that's the thing that's that's i mean to think about it's six years from when you got on your first bronc until you nodded for your first bronc in Vegas. That's, I mean, think about that. Six years. That's un, that's, that's unheard of. That's just that's just what I had set in my head. You know, people people think that, but to me, I was like, that's what was supposed to happen. And I, mean, I knew it would take some time. And I'm just I'm just happy it didn't. Oh man, it. It just that first year of rodeoing, and you guys know how it is. It's like, oh, am I gonna make it? Like, 
paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like I was going and working at the 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 feedlot there for Brian, and you know work for a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks, go right back down, spend it on entry fees, and and just trying to make it. And so to finally like actually make it, uh, huge relief. Oh man, huge, huge relief. I yeah. I can't imagine the feeling um, riding through that Thomas and Mac for your first time and. And, and I want to bring something up too. Like we're all, I mean, you especially, and just give CSI just a little bit of a plug. Like I, I really think, and I said this on episode one, like it, it made me a leader. It made me really be who I am. And I truly believe that. And and you, you were born with that work ethic. Like you, you're wired different. Like you, you were meant to do this. I truly feel like, but at the same time, that CSI, getting in that right program and that right mindset, I just talking to you, like I feel like I have the same kind of mindset oh, yeah. and same yeah, same mentality that that yellow brick building gave me, you oh, know? Yeah, that yellow brick building. Yeah, we spend a lot of time I mean, in there. Yeah, you guys know what it's like. You mm-hmm. go there. It's not just a, a rodeo program. I mean, you go there and you work your ass off. Yeah. Like when you're there, it's it's just not getting on a horse every day and, and roping steers and calves and stuff. There's a lot of outside work to go in with like when we have to set up for the the smoker yeah, yeah. and then doing the high school and then you actually have to fist fight you somebody. have to fist fight yeah. somebody <laughs> See, we got lucky they they quit making people i mean i was stupid and decided to do it for five years and i'm so glad i'll never have to do that ever again i told steve and kelly that last year i was like next year I'm going to sit front row and I'm going to be drunk watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and drink beer. Well, you can't drink in there, but when I show up, I'm going to be drunk and I'm going to enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah, no, I had to do it. And I actually got hit in the face I, <laughs> yeah, a lot. You don't think three one-minute rounds is that – you think three minutes, okay? Three one-minute rounds when you're swinging and somebody else is hitting you in the face hard. Forever. It is the longest time. When I got done with my fight, I went and laid on the floor. I think I, I think was fight numbered like 10, and there were 16 fights. So I laid on that floor until the very end. Like, I just I couldn't move. I could I, not move. Did, did they announce you guys? Like, you know, after like halfway through, they said, all right, we're going to introduce the CSI rodeo team, and you guys have to like get up and go on. They might have, but I never moved. They did that before. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I thought you died, actually. (laughs) After my last one, I was seriously laying on the the mats back there, and my my arms were so heavy, and I felt like puking. And I remember Cassie Bahi, she runs up, Mitch, Mitch, we got to go up on stage. And I was like, you shitting me right now? I don't want to go up on stage. I just stood up there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, hurry up, Don Jesser. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, introduce us. Get us. Get me out of here. That's what I remember. When it was over and walking back to the corner, I'm just putting my arms up on the top rope. And, like, I think Brian was there. And I'm like, you got to take my mouth guard out. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get my mouth guard out. I got to get it. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is grueling. Uh, It is grueling. I was so nervous. Every alumni that I talked to, like Oren and Spencer and Tab and all those guys, no one misses it. Mm -mm. Not one bit. No. Fighting. It is a workout. I was so nervous. I held my hands up above my face like three fights before it was my fight. <laughs> and I just held them there. And, like, they walked me to the ring in this position. Like, I was just like this the whole time. Like, Cade, you can walk for this. I'm ready. This Cade's really ready to fight, isn't he? <laughs> and I get in there. Like, they're talking to me. I just got my hands up in fighting position the whole time. Like, I'm ready. And round one, he just comes to me, and I fought a steer wrestler from Weber State, and we still see him every once in a while. Oh, Peyton um, McIntyre. Peyton McIntyre, yep, yep. We still see him at rodeos every once in a while. I always nudge Drew. I'm like, 
I kicked that guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fight one of my buddies, uh, Gentry. Now, I cannot remember Gentry's last name, but I went and picked him up because it was all the Utah State guys. Well, the van was broke down. So I went and picked him up. Gentry like called me and said, hey, man, our van's broke down. Can you guys come get us from the hotel? So I would go pick him up. Well, we get the fight card. I'm like, ah, crap. I got to fight Gentry. And so you got to fight your buddy. Well, he hit me hard pretty quick right out of the gates. I'm like, why would you do that? And so then I hit it. I mean, it just... Boxing. I'm Dude, glad it's over. I had to fight with. a 36-year-old man, and I was, I think I was, I was 20, 21. Yeah. Well, my first year that I fought, I wasn't on the rodeo team. Like I thought, man, if I fight, yeah. this will kind of get their eyes open. You know. That was dumb. No. Yeah. <laughs> really dumb. And I fought this 36-year-old man, and he had old man strength. Oh you know? mm, you just, man. You get to that point in your life where you you become a real real man and you're strong oh yeah oh yeah now i'm there right now hit me yeah he had stubble i'm like still (laughs) like clean shaven you know kind of you know baby face and if you had a mustache you'd have broke his hand (laughs) but he hit me so hard and i was like oh my gosh what have i got myself into and he beat my ass for two rounds and and luckily he was so gassed from whooping my ass for two rounds <laughs> that he couldn't do anything that third round, and I just I, I whooped his ass the third round, but, oh. but the first two, man, it sucked. Dude, oh. the first year I was there, I didn't fight, and there was a dude named Terrence. Remember Terrence? Oh, uh, Poland? I don't know. The, I don't know. He, he worked at Gold's Gym. Yes. And, and he was stacked. Like, he was my weight, but I was fat, and he was, like, huge with muscle. I lost, like, 37 pounds to dodge that guy. I didn't eat for three months. Like, I drank nothing but water, and I ate beef jerky. I fought at 209 pounds. I started at, like, 240, and I'm like, I don't care what I got to do. I'm not fighting that dude. Uh-uh. No, because I do remember there was a and there was some brothers or, or something like that. They're all just dirty tough, dirty tough, like Rob Juker tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they scared the hell out of me. He'd yeah. come hit the bag, and, like, dust would fly out of the bag and i'm just like oh my god that could be my brains out of my face <laughs> you know the worst part about that smoker is having to clean up after 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 and your it's just nose because is... they didn't want us to go party i went i still got yeah, drunk we still <laughs> I, yeah I, I still got pretty drunk i was wearing a i was wearing a medal around my neck yeah. back around a trophy yeah. and a keystone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude i was hurting so bad that year i couldn't even hold a beer up like jordan was packing around my beer for me oh uh, yeah those were good times. Good times. We should start boxing again. No, we should no. not. No. Mm-mm. Let's get our belts back. Yeah. No. I, mine's over there in my like little trophy case. I want to go put mine on right now. My, yep. my, my mine's, in, my, mine's in the shop. Do you, uh, I, I was thinking about CSI, and I don't You got knocked out one time at CSI talking about boxing. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a funny story. Would you like to tell it, or would you want me to tell no, it? No, go ahead. Smart ass. There was, a, there was an incident, I guess, at a party there at CSI, oh, and they shit. were at... Um, Paige Yor's house. Well, Paige Yor had this nice little pond area, and she had some uh, lawn furniture, I guess you'd say, or patio furniture. Well, Cade and Monty were throwing this patio furniture into No. It. Stop. Okay. <laughs> it was not Cade and Monty. <laughs> I have no idea, and I'm going to stick up for my man Monty, too. <laughs> we had no idea who was throwing. I still don't know. Some bitch still out there somewhere. We did not throw the furniture because I don't want her. She might listen, and I don't want. <laughs> She's a listener. She's a listener. <laughs> I don't want this shit to get sparked back up. It's been twelve years, and I still hear about how I did not punch her in the face. Don't give her the microphone ever again, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Uh, no, to set the record straight. Okay, you know what? I'm going to take over the story. Okay, you're telling like shit. Mitch, can I have a beer then? Uh, I'm sit back and drink. <laughs> 
to set the story straight, this this went on for about three weeks. Somebody was throwing her lawn furniture in the pond, and she would get so pissed off, right? And it, it just it was we were all over it because I don't know, I really don't know who it was. I was sitting out on the back lawn taking a piss, and she come out the back door, and the lawn furniture was in the pond again, right? <laughs> so she's like, "Who the f threw the furniture in the pond?" And I get zipped up, and I turn around, being a smart ass. I was like, uh, "Maybe it was me." That's all I said. The next thing I see is a right hook coming from East Jesus. Douche. Catches me right on the sweet spot. Boom. Out like a light. <laughs> I woke up to Corey Rogers and my wife standing over me. My future wife at the time was like, you just got knocked out. <laughs> and I get to my hands and knees and I look up. Paige, your blows through the house. She Captain Insano's money. <laughs> I mean, full on. Ba-bam. Eyeballs. Drops him like a bad habit. <laughs> like, kills him. Hootie. Hootie was just riding a bicycle. <laughs> Hootie, which had nothing to do with this at all. And I, I hope some of the listeners know Hootie because he's a character. Like, Hootie come around the corner and just out of sure blood, out of sure violence, she kicked Hootie in. <laughs> <laughs> and drops Hootie down and then goes and locks herself in the room. There's three grown guys that are like staggering around, like hurt, injured. Like, I got knocked unconscious. Monty can't see. And Hootie, <laughs> Hootie doesn't know where he's at. That's where my wife, that's where my wife jumped in because if I'm like, okay, babe, and I was a little bit mad at her, I'm like, you know, her, her and Paige are friends, but at the same time, I'm like, Man, if we're at a party and some big buff dude just comes and randomly knocks you colder than a wedge, and I just help you up, and I'm like, holy shit. Man, that guy really hit the shit out of you. <laughs> like, wow. Man, that guy packs a punch. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> that's not going to work out for me. Like, you needed to defend my honor a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Worst punch I've ever taken. Paid your Sorry to bring up, uh, sorry to bring yeah, up bad thanks. stories. College bad stories. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so glad we told that story. Great. Yeah. Good. Mitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Completely off subject, but I've been wanting to tell that story for a long time. And then the boxing just got me fired up about oh, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good old CSI stories. What's, uh, uh, I warned you a little bit about this question. I, I want to know, uh, and I've said this on this podcast before, I want to know your biggest win, your biggest loss, your funniest story. Um uh, you know, when, when you're an old man and your kids want to talk to you about rodeo and what's the story you're going to tell them? Uh, right now, my my biggest win would have to be Cloverdale. Uh, last year, I got on Major Major Huckleberry of uh, Big Ben and Flying Fives, and that horse actually two years uh, prior bucked me off for 20000 So third time's a charm. Mm-hmm. I get on that horse, and uh, it was – I was fighting and scratching every single jump, and I was 91, and uh, come home with about 24 grand. Nice. And okay. that really set my summer up. I mean, it's it was nice to have that money in the bank right then, and uh, it just meant a lot too to to get some revenge on that horse and yeah. bring home those spurs. Those spurs were those Cloverdale spurs. As, as a bronc rider, bareback rider, uh, you hear about those Cloverdale mm-hmm. spurs, so it was pretty cool to bring those home and uh the wildest man i don't really have a wild one but i'll tell you my first time at san Antonio. spencer and and rusty were telling me when we should leave because we stay uh 
at uh, a guy named Doug's house. He's Bradley Harder's uncle. Uh, we stay at his place through that whole set because some of us aren't like we're not in the same set. Right, right. right. Uh, so we're hanging out at the house and we're like, yeah, we'll leave. We'll leave around 530. I was like, all right, sounds good. And I, I like to be early. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Rusty and Spencer, like they've been there, done that. They they know like they're not too worried. I get a little worried. I'm right? the same way. Well, five thirty comes and uh, we're on the road, and then on the interstate, I mean, cars are blocked up and we're pushed back, and it's like forty five minutes. We're not moving, and I'm getting nervous. We pull in to the AT and T Stadium there, and it's rodeo time, and I can hear him announcing the bareback riding, and I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, I was nervous. First San Antonio, gonna have to turn my first one out. Yeah, I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, how am I gonna explain this one to my mom? You know, yeah. my mom calls me after every every horse. How am I gonna tell my mom? Oh yeah, it turned out we we're late. Not happening. Uh-uh. Uh, but we run down there and I get changed and they were just running running horses in when when we uh, got changed and ready and we made it. Never even had time to get nervous. Just no. put your saddle on yep. and go. Actually, yeah, one second that round. So I can. Yep, but but that was. I mean, just a just a funny one. First San Antonio, and almost missed your first horse. Yeah. So. How many of those? How many of those? You guys think? How many of those rodeos you go to? You guys are pushing the edge. You think? Like oh, driving man. on because there are times, huh? You're gonna go from Oregon. You might end up in Arizona, and you yeah. might. I mean, sometimes all nighters. Yeah. And then, and then, like when we went to Cheyenne, we'd go to Eagle, Colorado. Uh, was it Eagle? Yeah. Or some rodeo over there. We'd go right after Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Uh. So we'd get off our bucking horses to a perf that night. Yeah, to that. Yeah, we'd ride that afternoon at the two two p.m. perf, and then hop in the rig and, and go haul red. ass and make another one. Oh god! So yeah, and we we're like two three hours away, and we would just haul ass and ride that night, and we'd get there, and they'd be running horses in, and and then last year it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, Spencer and I both made the short round at Nampa, and the way they had Cheyenne set up last year it was a different format and everything. Uh, we couldn't find a trade mm-hmm. or nothing and we didn't want to turn out in Nampa. It's a short round. Uh, so I made a few phone calls and, uh, a good buddy of mine now, uh, Greg Olson, uh, he lives there in, in twin. He flew me and Spencer, uh, from twin to Cheyenne. We rode in Cheyenne, uh, at two, jumped back in the plane made the perf in Nampa that night. Wow. Holy cow. The short round. And and we both ended up making the uh the semifinals in Cheyenne and then I went on to making the the short round and ended up fourth there in Cheyenne because of that and then we won some money out of Spencer I think one second there in Nampa. So I mean it was it was a huge gosh dang. Yeah, huge help. Old Greg. We call him Forklift. Yeah. yeah Forklift. I know. Forklift. Forklift. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, people don't know him by Greg. But no, they know him by Forklift. forklift. Because, you know how he got that name one time? Down at the finals. Picked up a. Picked the bucking shoots bucking up. Shoots up. They were on like the left side yep. and they needed to be on the right side and he, he just picked picks them up. up moved them. A whole set of bucking shoots. Yeah. Yep. Forklift. forklift. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm sorry that name didn't register. And I'm like, yeah. oh my. Yeah. He's that's a pilot it. now? He's a pilot, man. I and did a not know good that. one. Too. Is he really? Yeah, really good pilot. Wow, that's awesome. I went to Boise a couple times with him. It's fun flying with my, him. My dad was actually just talking about forklift the other day. He said he's going to yep. call him and stuff. That's, yep. I, gosh, I just yeah, kind of. working over in Boise and stuff. So he flies back and forth. And sometimes I hop in with him and he's a pretty cool, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Forklift picked up an entire set of bucking shoots. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Dude, he's stout. He's a big boy. Man, that's like, do you think that weighs? I don't it's know. It's made of steel. Yeah. Uh, at first, I didn't believe it, but then uh, that's that's another person telling me the story. So. Yeah. No, that's why they call him forklift because it takes yeah. a forklift to pick it up. Yeah. He literally did it. Unreal. Yeah, Unreal. Crazy. Yeah. But you wouldn't trade that. I mean, no, that no, lifestyle that, that, for doing that, nothing, running and gunning. Nothing, nothing. What else would you? What What other thing could you do in in life as a job that'd be that exciting and that pushing the wire and just? It's a great I, lifestyle, I can't ain't name it? One. Mm-mm. I wouldn't trade it. When I'm done rodeoing, I'm I'm just looking forward to all the memories I have to be able to tell my my kids. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm gonna miss the most. Just that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know the travel, and I, I realize I that too. It's it it is it's awesome. You get to that rodeo, you get to see your friends and things like that. But it is a lot the traveling. That I don't know if that's what gets in your blood. Is it the traveling, or is it? I don't know. That's the thing that wears me out the most at the end of the summer. But right now, where we're not doing it, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Like, right, like you come home from a from a week of you know you're rodeoing every single day, and then you come home and you're only home for like three days. But then you're you're itching to get. You're back itching going. to go. You're like, yeah. man, you, I can't wait to be entered up again. You can't wait to, when you're out there and it, it's you've got twelve hours to your home. You're like, gosh, I just wish we could teleport ourselves home, be home. Yeah. And then you're home. You kind of get some laundry done, and you're like, yeah. man, I'm ready to go back out. And a it's always bit. good to be home especially i mean for me i don't have kids or anything like that uh so i mean i i can't speak but like i know rusty and spencer and Ryder and those guys that have kids mm-hmm. and I, I i bet Cade too like it's nice to oh yeah to no come it, home to kids it does, wear, it does wear on you like you're you're ready to see them but but the same thing like you're just so focused on october or at least i am and the summer just flies by to me oh yeah i mean when, you look we're almost yeah, End of July. This year's flown by for me. Even yeah. even when we're not busy, that's a crazy thing. Like yeah. I always my, thought it's because we we're just rolling and and going and busy. But my mom always told me when I was when I was maybe seventeen, I always said, you know, I want to be. Or it was maybe when I was like fourteen, and I said, I can't wait to be. I'm sixteen, and I can drive around. I can do what I want. She always said, the older you get, the the faster time flies. And and she was one hundred percent correct because oh, yeah. man, time is starting to fly by. Every year it seems like we do our hundred rodeos faster and faster. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden it's October first and the season's over with. Mm-hmm. I I like last year. I mean it seriously, it was snap of the fingers and we're in Pendleton. And I was like, Holy shit, where did the summer go? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the same thing for us. It's like it seems like March. Wow, I can't believe it's March and here we go and we start rolling and then all of a sudden it's fourth of July and you're like, Wow, man, it's half over pretty much and then boom, like you said, it's October and yeah and over. Yeah. Leaves are changing and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we can take a little break. We'll we take got a little to, break, uh, no sponsors to plug or anything. <laughs> 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 Mitchie's gotta pee. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Mitch. Yeah, we'll we'll play a song. Let's go pee pee real quick. <laughs> Enjoy this. Uh, no, we pee in the yard, Mitch. Doors out front. <laughs> pub we could stagger to was 12 steps from the plane a virgin flight to shannon town the day it didn't rain the laughing eyes of ireland sparkling blue and green with hair 
hair as black as Guinness Stout and barely 17. We're back out on the cobblestones, whiskey drunk and high again. Liquored up and giving up for seven nights in Ireland. Wow. Yeah, things got a little crazy during the break. <laughs> that was your pee-pee. <laughs> I walked downstairs to my wife saying, I'm going to boomerang Mitch's mustache. <laughs> no Excuse one knows what it means, <laughs> Excuse <though>. me? <laughs> uh, we got to explain, too, what boomerang on Instagram means that I... Apparently, it's an Instagram thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was a little lost. Yeah. Just threw me off a little bit. <laughs> so... First ever pee break on just another rodeo podcast, but it was a good one. Um, so, Mitch, this is uh, this is the main deal, and I I've been so I want you to know, like I have lost sleep over this shit because I am so excited about what's about to happen at your place in a couple weeks that I oh boy I have wrote openings after openings. He sent me an opening last week, <laughs> and man, I think we got a while, and I've gone through production. <laughs> That's why I called you, yeah. Because I am fired up about what's going on. Talk about it. July 11th. July 11th, the Backyard Bronc Bash. I, uh, I'm i super excited. I've always wanted an, uh, an arena at my place. Uh, CSI just got the buck and shoots out of the, the outdoor arena. I hauled them off. Uh, and I'm putting on a Bronc ride at my place. I got most of the rights coming. Uh couple CSI kids are still going to school there uh, and a bunch of other big name guys and uh, we got a bunch of money added and yeah. at first at first man it didn't start it was just like you know we're gonna have two thousand dollars and Gene King he's gonna bring the bucking horses well, it's gonna be ranked then yeah, yeah yeah it's gonna be really good uh for for an amateur stock contractor he is Gene has not some, an amateur no he no. has nice horses nice horses. nice horses yeah. holy cow so I'm super, super excited. Uh, that's that's what I've been doing. I've just been building that arena the last you know three weeks because Gene called me. He's like, "Hey man, I just had another rodeo cancel on me. We need to do something. You want to have a bronc riding?" I said, "Yeah, we could do it at my place." And my wife looks at me. She's like, "I look outside. I have no bucking shoots. I have no. <laughs> I mean, we have an arena, but I mean, you can't buck stuff it. Even, right. right?" I was like, "Yep, sounds good, Gene." I get off the phone. Oh shit! <laughs> I gotta start making things happen. <laughs> Called Kelly and Steve. We got uh, we got the bucking shoots hauled to my place and been putting on top rail and doing that. And I think I think this event is gonna be outstanding. I've already had people hitting me up on Facebook and stuff about yeah. when, where, and yeah. uh, I think I think you're gonna get a hell of a crowd. I mean, uh, for one, people in this valley are just ready to do something. And for two, like you're underselling this. Like you got almost ten thousand added to this thing. Um, yeah, that's a bronc ride. That's a bronc yeah, ride. Yeah, it's a bronc ride. Yeah, it, it is, and it's just so cool. I'm gonna have it right in my backyard, and I'm gonna have world champs riding broncs. Yeah, in my backyard. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm I'm super stoked. We're gonna bring back the top five. You bring in what fifteen? Is that yep. still it? Fifteen. Yep, fifteen guys, uh, and then we'll bring back the top five. Calcutta. Calcutta them off. Mm-hmm. Which I think is gonna get crazy. I think it's gonna get stupid. Yeah. I mean, top five. Uh, winner take all in the Calcutta. We calling yep. that out? Yeah. 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 Winner take it. all. I love a Calcutta too. I do yep. too. I love Calcuttas. Uh, yep. I mean, five dudes just going at it. it I. This is probably, uh, I mean, probably the event I'm the most excited for all year. Yeah? I'm not, I mean, it's going to be badass. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge turnout. Uh, we're just going to park people in my pasture. 
we got six six acres to park people and uh i'm gonna bring some trailers in so people can sit down on Mm -hmm. them and uh it's gonna you know bring your own seating i might work on getting some bleachers uh but but bring your own seats definitely we're gonna have a beer garden try and get some live music for afterwards so everybody can hang out and chill and mm-hmm. and and bs but worst case scenario if i get like six beers in me i'll take care of it for oh, you yeah yeah that's <laughs> how i was like well if i can't get no live music drew's got it you yeah. seen you seen my facebook profile like i got this shit he oh. has a guitar <laughs> and um it's yeah. he said stage presence <laughs> it's like 90 percent uh so dude sage say like all that other stuff will come yeah, I'm learning how to play the guitar. It doesn't mean I know how. To you know what, Mitch? Whatever. We got you. Don't worry about. Yeah. it. we got it. We I got guess it. he's <laughs> got music on his computers and stuff. We go that route too. Whatever. Uh, It'll man, be a good time, though. Yeah, I am so looking forward to this. Like crazy, looking forward to this. There is a little shop of old men in Declo, Idaho, that sit around and talk every day. And uh, my dad and my grandpa Terrell are involved in this shop. It's actually my grandpa Terrell's shop. I want you to know, like, you're the talk of the town over there. Like there's a man named Dickie Anderson is like, you're shitting me. They're going to have 15. The rights are coming. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be there. You're shitting me. Gene King's bringing the horses. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to bring the horse. They're going to buck 15 Bronx. Bring back the top. You're shitting me. And then, and then he also said, you're like, <laughs> Kid Rogge and Drew Taylor going to be there as well. No, you're he don't shitting care. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm super excited. I, I like I'm I mean, saying. People out in Hollister and Rogerson, they've heard about it. And yeah. then just, I mean, uh, alumni that, that went to school there, rodeoed, they want to come and it's it's going to be a good time and i am super excited and uh i'm excited to be a part of it i'm, no. I'm sorry neighbors <laughs> yeah we're gonna party <laughs> sorry yeah. yeah i'm gonna bring my camper we might yeah. leave three days later so. <laughs> that's all right yeah yeah oh man it's gonna be a good time but that's what that's what we need i think in this community as well oh. we need something like this yeah. dang sure needs something like this yep. you know and just to bring everybody together and and enjoy a sport that we all love i think this community all of Southern Idaho is very rodeo. Um, yeah, everybody loves rodeo. Well, I mean, if, Idaho. if you look at most of the guys that are coming, we've all, most of us, half of us have done something at CSI. Mm-hmm. Like we've all rode Bronx there. I mean, you guys went to school there. I think it's so cool that the, the CSI alumni. Yeah. yeah, I've said it for years. Idaho is the Texas of the North. It's just oh. not as hot. Yeah, and it's just nicer. Yeah. No offense, Texas. <laughs> but seriously, if 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 you're a listener and you're around the valley, that is the place to be. Mark your calendar. Are we charging a mission? Like, is it? A we show? haven't decided yet. Okay. We we haven't decided yet. If we do, it's gonna be like five dollars a car when you come through the the Perfect. pasture gates. Just load them up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just just a little something. But but I just want everybody to come out and have a good time. Yeah. That's that's my main. What uh, what time are we gonna kick off? Uh, seven or seven thirty. I'm gonna post on uh, Facebook, and so be looking. Okay. Yeah, look on social media too. I mean, yeah. that's our our main focus on the advertisement there. I think, right? Yep. Social media. Yep. Yeah. So keep track of that. Um, man, it's it's gonna be awesome. Me and you are just gonna cut loose. I mean, we are gonna go at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super excited. He kind of big time me already. Like I said, I've been writing openings and shit, and he's kind of like, yeah. Well, we, I've actually been like going to sleep, thinking like, oh man, I wonder what Cade's gonna, gonna he's be like, saying. And Drew's like, we got time on this shit. I'm like, can you put music to this or not? <laughs> yeah, your music. I'm just like, oh man, because I'm a guy like when I'm getting on my bucking horses, like I can hear 
everything, everything. Right? so when a sound man puts on some good music like i'm grabbing my stirrups i'm like oh yeah, oh, yeah. boys better watch out uh, yeah. yeah i hope i can not let you down oh yeah. no it's all right man i like a lot of music so you're good with <laughs> you're good with whatever i almost said something and i stopped myself which usually doesn't happen to me. thank you kate thank you kate that was just going to be some editing for later so <laughs> <laughs> saved you some time Oh, oh, so the Bronc riding the 11th, uh, we're looking forward to that, and we'll get all that kind of shared on social media. Let Play some know. Bronc riding music for the man, would you? Like, oh, would you? Give Mitch a song. My buddy Mitch would like to hear If I don't get you fired up, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. I wish he wouldn't I'm have played 90. it. <laughs> I'm going 90, boys. Oh. All right, so everybody knows what we do uh, at the end of our shows. Uh, our first in-house, and I'm pretty excited about the prank this week because he's going to help us out. Mitch is going to call world champion bronc rider Spencer Wright and tell him that, uh, that he come down with COVID <laughs> and the PRCA has caught wind of that Mitch has the COVID and uh, now they're making him send a list of anybody that he, he's been in close contact with. And uh, long story short, Spencer's in quarantine for 14 days, and you're going to miss Cowboy Christmas, Cowboy. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Good luck, Red. <laughs> Hello? What are you doing? Oh, just headed to Milford. Oh, headed to Milford, huh? Just coming back from the big city. Oh, yeah, the big city. Yeah, Dude, I have some Jordan. shitty news. What? Dude, you know, well, you know, with Jordan being a nurse and all, uh, I had to go get tested today for COVID. Again? Well, they didn't test me that one time. Yeah. But, yeah, they, it, it come back positive, said that I had COVID. And now they called Eagle Mountain because you know how we went through that screening? Yeah. And they're saying they're they're probably gonna call you guys, but they're saying I have to quarantine for fourteen days. And no, and since you guys are my traveling partners, and I I said I mean yeah I was around people behind everybody that I was around on the back of the bucking shoots I had to give their name, and they're gonna call you guys. Holy, You're yeah, kidding me? No, and they're saying that we're gonna be out for fourteen days, and we can't go to those rodeos, and they're gonna call Cody. And make sure that, like, they won't. They'll draw us out, they're saying. You're kidding me. <sighs> That's right before the 4th of July, I guess. Well, they're saying that if we're if we're still showing symptoms and stuff, our, our 14 days isn't going to start until we're symptom-free. I don't have any symptoms. Yeah, that's what I said. I was all pissed off at Jordan because Jordan made me go, you know, but. Why? Well, because the, the, because she's a nurse, they were doing a test on all, all nurses, spouses and families and stuff. What? Could it, could it be wrong? <laughs> dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed, dude, because I don't if that goes into the fourth, I mean, that's that's the only time we are able to rodeo. So I don't know when they said they were going to call. They said they were going to call Cody uh, either tonight or tomorrow. 
and let him know. I, I was trying to get a hold of Rusty and tell him, but. Jesus. But I'm not showing signs or symptoms or anything like that. I I had to call Clayton Biglow. Oh, you did? Yeah, and Clayton already went in and, and got tested and all that. Oh, really? Yeah, but his his results aren't back yet. You're not you you don't feel sick, huh? No. Jeez, dude, this is this is oh, ridiculous, man. They're saying we can't go on the fourth. The what? What's that? They're they're, they're saying, saying that we we're not going to be able to to rodeo over the fourth because they don't want us to come in contact with any other people or give it out. Who told you that? Uh, Alan Jordan. You talked to him? Yeah, he called me because I was around him. And he was a pro official there, so that's why he called me. And he, so, so can he not? No, he's he's quarantined for 14 days too since he was around me on the back of the buck and shoots. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be the shits, Red, if that was actually true, though. You know what I mean? Well, if all you bronc riders stop kissing each other, we won't have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> Believe you. <laughs> yes, yes. I can turn my stomach right <laughs> <laughs> then I'd have to tell Callie we've been around her parent like her mother hasn't been letting her dad go to anywhere <laughs> Jesus got you good red <laughs> yeah. you, they made me they made me Spencer they made me so like I said God. it's uh, just another rodeo podcast with Kate and Drew hey Spencer what's up man uh, how much <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, just uh, just leaving the big city, headed out to Milford, are you? Yeah. God. God. Well, you can thank Rusty. Rusty didn't answer his phone, yeah. so. We, oh. we were going to take down Rusty. We are going to go for Rusty first, but he didn't answer. Oh, you should go to him next, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that was be pretty better. believable, though, huh? Dude, you had me big time. Oh, yeah. No, you had me. I was like. Oh, oh this is horrible. God. I know. That's, I felt the same way. I'm like, God, man. Hey, oh, nobody's got the COVID, man. Keep entering them rodeos. Spur one down, Spencer, all right? Yes. Don't worry about that. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll see you Saturday, huh? Spencer. Hey, all right. See you. Hey, hey, we're going to play this on the internet just so you know. You're good with that, right? Yeah, that doesn't fine. matter. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you, champ. Okay, see you. Okay, you're good. Yes. Took down the world champion. <laughs> Man, what are you doing every Tuesday? <laughs> uh, he, he bit the bullet there. You just took over. <laughs> Man, I believed you. I did too. I, I felt I was I felt like I was in that truck and like, oh uh, you mean we can't rodeo any anymore. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> kidding me. <laughs> oh. oh man, that was a success. Well, I think it's uh, it's about that time, man. This has been awesome. In studio is the only way to go. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming Absolutely. on. Thank you for coming I on. I had a blast. Everybody show up at his house July 11th because we're just going to jam. We're going to ride Bronx and we're going to jam. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be kick ass. Yeah. Looking forward to it, man. Bring your money, too. Calcutta. Yeah. Backyard Bronx Bash. You bet. All right, Mitch. Appreciate you, man. Good Thank luck on the rest of the season. Kick their ass, buddy.